Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Oh, man. Today. I almost just started reading this. <laughs> we just, what if, like, we should try, like, one episode just to get there, like, 18 minutes. <laughs> like, just, like, here's the box, here's MVP and LVP, here's your dumbass questions. Here's yeah, what but we you're like not going to let us do it with this movie. No, of course not. My first, my opening thoughts are going to be, man. Are you ready for a lot of shitty stories? Because <laughs> that's, that's what I'm all about. It's my life. Yeah, your life's a bunch of my shitty stories. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is August 26th, 2019. If you're new here, every single week, me and my beautiful wife, Samantha, sit on the couch. We have a giant movie collection. We talk about uh, a movie we either randomly watch or one of us nominated to watch. I have to take notes on this movie. I have one note. You didn't take notes? No, I don't need notes. Have you? Well, we'll get, I guess we'll get there in a second. Um, yeah, and we talk about our lives, talk about our family, talk about all kinds of good stuff. There. Um, what have we done? We haven't <laughs> done. It. We had our movie draft tonight. I, I was gonna get there at the very end. I was gonna I, like, like I was gonna say, what else have we done besides Forget that? Forget it. This past weekend, we, we didn't do anything. Yeah, I went to a comic book convention. Great. Bought some stuff. Great. Um, we played uh, a game with our friend Stephen Lolly. Great. We played a game yesterday. Great. Yeah, that's Yawning about it. a lot. We're tired. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're, it's, uh, it's like 10 o'clock. We just got done. So I guess we can say we into it. We just got done doing our fantasy movie league. We've talked about it in the past. I think we, we talk about it more than I, I'm remembering. Um, I encourage you, if you, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a fan of movies. If you follow. Maybe they're just fans of me. Or us. But probably me. If you are a fan of like like movies now, box office, award season and stuff, do a fantasy movie. It's very easy. You do it with eight to ten people. Um, you give everyone a fake hundred dollar budget. Everybody gets to nominate movies and you bid to auction them off. You get points for box office gross. And then you also... Factor in reviews per Rotten Tomatoes. And then for the fall season, you also get points for nominations and wins for a bunch of different award categories. So we just had our, our draft. Uh, we, we're, I think, the most successful... I'm the most successful player. Excuse me. I am. So we started doing this. I started doing this in... I've been doing box office since the early 2000s just following stuff and knowing it and playing games and stuff. Box Office Mojo used to have a game every week where you pick the top ten box office. Me and Zangry did this every single week. Let me tell you, we were rolling in the pussy. Um, box Office Pussy. I'm going to think... <laughs> Real quick, I'll let me to take a second to look up Box Office Pussy. Oh, please don't. I just want to see what happens. Oh, God. If I had known all of these things before we started dating, I, I don't think it would have gotten as far as it got. Uh, to be quite honest with you. I don't know what this is. Oh, it's just you know what it is? It's a bunch of tickets to that band Pussy Riot. That's what it is. So, there you go. I'm going to make a boxofficepussy.com. Um, Please don't. It started, the, the, this started in 2012, and uh, I won the first three seasons. I won the, the two first two award seasons, and I won the summer league, and then I was unseated by me, you, by me, in the summer of two thousand and fourteen, and then uh, then our friend Santos won that fall league, and then we moved, we took some time away, 
And then, I feel like, did we go back at some point? Who won the Summer League? We didn't end on the Summer League, I don't think, did we? No, 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 yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. So we played those five seasons. I won three, you won one. And then we came back in the fall, just uh, not too long ago. And um, we got second. First time doing it as a team together. Um, yeah, but we should have gone Oh, first. so close. We just lost. Yeah. And then this You'll season. you on another podcast. Yeah, this season, um, the summer season, we are going to be your winners. So that would be my fourth lifetime championship, your second. So a lot of pressure going into this one. A very, very wide open fall movie season. Our team, can we, like, we threw away all the papers. <laughs> our team is. I mean, I have the Google Doc. Oh, yeah. Our team is The Irishman, Ford versus Ferrari, Clemency, Terminator, Dark Fate, A Hidden Life, Spies in Disguise, Gemini Man, and most importantly, Cats. I'm very excited. I don't know how I let you get your way with this shit. <laughs> that's why I said we should split up, because really, I, I drive the bus, and that's why we win. Okay, pride goes before the fall. So let's, let's settle. All right, so let's make a, let's make a pack. I know you really want to play us play together as a team, but if we win this season... No, you're not going to get rid of me that easily. If we win this no. season, what else do we have to prove as a team? Let's figure out who really is the better person in the, in the summer season. Cool, let's do the same thing for our lives. Ouch, that's, I was having fun. Uh-huh. Because really, technically, what you have is mine anyway, so we, I'm just going to act like I win if you win and vice versa anyway. Shut the fuck up. I already told you how important it is to me that we play together. I know. Well, we're still, oh, play- okay. we're okay. still playing together. No, on the same team. You just don't want to fucking be bad. It's not that I don't want to be bad. I'm fine. I lost the I lost the season we came back. I lost to Spencer. He got first. I had to send him that movie. Oh, yeah, we did play another season. We when did. was that? Sometime within the last two years. That's going to drive me we nuts now. We were separate, now. and I lost to Spencer. I don't even remember what the fuck I had. My shitty movies. When was that? That's going to drive me crazy I'm now. Call Tatiana. Was it in that same setup, or was that Dan's league? I think it was Dan's. That's going to drive me absolutely banana now. I don't know why I said that like Pat Patterson. That's, That's really just for nobody. Hold on, let me, let me go to files. Yeah, we did. you're right. We did take like a brief respite off. Summer movies, 2018. No, summer rosters, 2017. Is this it with Dunkirk and Logan and stuff? Yeah. yeah, this is it. Okay, yeah. Summer 2017, we did... I forgot, so there is an extra... There is an extra yeah, one there. Yeah, I got there. last in that one. You got last in that? Yeah, I got last. Can I see? Let me see. I don't have it. Oh, hold on. Where was I? I didn't win, did I? No. Didn't Roster... You got, like, fourth. <sighs> I got fourth? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good comeback for the Oh, uh, hold on. No, we're going to settle this right now. Summer 2018 movies. Here, We've, I have it right here. You found the points? Summer, summer 2017. Here we go. Summer. So I still just see roster. It's been deleted from the... Ugh! Summer waiver wire. Roster. Here, summer 2017 rosters. Yeah, no, I have the rosters. Yeah, I have the points. Oh, it's right here. Oh, is it on the same document? No. It's... So go to the points then. I had Spider-Man, War of Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, I remember this shitty fucking year. Oh, Oh, yeah, you were last. You had Power Rangers and Cars. Yeah, Spencer Spencer won this. Yeah, I just said that. I just said that sentence. Oh, because of Wonder Woman and Dunkirk. I said that. Okay. So, anyway. So, but, yeah. So, he's won a bunch of times. We're going to win this year. That's all you need to know. That's why you don't want to do it. You got last. That's why why you don't want to. No, I have no problem doing that. Should have gotten better. Did I see that somebody had Ad Astra in that league? There's no way, right? I'm seeing that wrong. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I saw something else. Yeah, I saw somebody else. I saw. I'm seeing something else. Okay, never mind. I would have. I would have done much better if I didn't drop that. Okay. Anyway, I can go down this for fucking hours. Just like I'm about to go down this movie for hours. So, my nomination, Rounders, is today's movie. Samantha, go ahead and read the package. Oh, I need a. 
Okay. I was what? like, I need a magnifying glass. Alexa, turn on the light. Like, legit, that's super small maybe print. You're, maybe you're extra. No, I can read it now, but... What are you talking about? In that oh, you're talking about, Who else is two thumbs up? I know, but I'm just saying, like, if I didn't know. Uh-huh. All right. Rounders. In the game of life, play the cards you're dealt. Two thumbs up, says Siskel and Ebert. I believe. It is. It okay. Is. Oh, my God. How much writing is on here? Thoroughly gripping, says CBS TV. Lucky. A terrific cast, says Newsweek. Lucky. I just don't understand. Oh, yes. This movie was so great, CBS TV reviewed it. Academy Award winner. Oh, I'm what? looking to see what the asterisk was. Oh, it's for Good Will Hunting. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I was looking to see because I was shocked that it was on here. Academy Award winner Matt Damon, The Born Supremacy, and Edward Norton, The Italian Job, star in this story of passion, risk, and the extreme price of friendship. After losing a high-stakes card game, Mike, Damon, gives up gambling for law school and a fresh start with his girlfriend, Gretchen Mole, Cradle Will Rock. But then his best buddy, Norton, gets out of prison and in over his head with a ruthless card shark, John Malkovich being John Malkovich. From there, Mike's strong sense of loyalty and the lure of the game draws him back to the tables in a game he cannot afford to lose. Also starring... John Turturro, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, and one. Oscar winner, Martin Landau, Ed Wood. That's How one. How do you say his name? Turturro. You said it like my neighbor Turturro. <laughs> Which is a very funny concept. It's just my neighbor Turturro. It's just not Turturro. So yeah, that's one. Turturro. Yeah, it's Turturro. Ask, ask. No. Alexa. I don't know what to ask for. What is it says he was in something? Oh, yeah. Alexa, who who is in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The cast of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Includes George Clooney, John Turturro, Tim Blake Nelson. Turturro. That's what I said. That's not what she said. I said that. Alexa, thank you. That's what I said. I said John no. Turturro. No, you said it. You, you're like John Turturro. I said John Turturro. No, you didn't, Samantha. I did. I said John Turturro. No, you didn't. I did. No, you Listen didn't. Listen back. I No, you didn't. Listen back. I said it. You're an asshole. I said it. No, you didn't. You don't know how to listen. I'm going to stop this recorder right now and give more work for myself okay. just to play back to you how badly you said it. Okay. Do you think I won't? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I did say Churchill. <laughs> That's two to zero. Two to zero. It's fine. It's still very early. It's very, very early. Very long, early. But hey, I've never had a lead in this before. Let me enjoy this, all right? Yeah, okay. You'll fuck it up. <coughs> you fuck so, everything up. So, oh, it's so mean. I'm right in the context of this. This movie in 2004 and 2005 was like my Bible. Uh, I'm a big... Poker fan and player, um, particularly when it became popular. So this movie came out in 1998. Uh, was not a hit. It was number one at the box office. I actually think it's. I think it holds one of the records for like the lowest grossing number one movies of all time. I can see that. It opened up very very low. Didn't get a lot of traction. Critics were fine with it. But then it became a big cult film when the poker boom happened five or six years later. And this kind of coincided with the poker boom sort of starting. It was always kind of on ESPN, you know. Johnny it, Chan was around. But it, uh, you didn't have pocket cams. You didn't have, like, the characters and the focus on it. There was a really good ESPN 30 for 30 documentary um, podcast about the 2003 main event, which is the one that they aired constantly on ESPN. Like, literally, you turn on ESPN one or two at any hour of the day, and it was playing. And then they had, the, they had five days. They played, like, five days' worth of just the main event. And then the following year, they started playing, like, every tournament. Because the actual World Series of Poker is, like, a month and a half long. It's full of, like, 40, 50 events. I'll never forget. I was so excited because I'd watched the 2003 shows so much. Like, I could still tell you guys' names that, like, never mattered to anything ever again. Like, off the top of my fucking head. Me and Tope both. Um, and then it started in 2004 
Um, and it was when I was actually living in a hotel for like two months. Uh, my parents and I lived in a hotel for two months because... Did you have three beds in that room? Did you sleep in between them? We had two. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> Funny, though. Uh, and, like, we sold our house, and our other house wasn't ready, so the only place for us to really stay was this suite in this hotel. Long story. Um, and I remember... I think it was a short story, actually. You just concisely gave the story. It wasn't a good hotel, though. <laughs> Don't think we were in the lap of luxury or anything. Uh, so, like, the, they were advertising the hell out of the fucking big premiere of, like, the 2004 World Series of Poker. So they, like, are, like, showing you all the people, and they're like, all right, sign for our final table. I'm like, wait, but what? Like, no, like, the other one's, like, five episodes. Like, why is this, like, just the final table? And, like, you don't get to know anybody, and I had no idea that the World Series of Poker was, like, 50 events. <laughs> so then, like, I got this every single week building up to the main event. It made it so much better. Um, but when I started watching it in high school... Uh, I got me and a couple other of my friends, uh, my good friend Keaton, my good friend Zangry, um, Levin, like a bunch of us, like me and Keaton were like really the first one to do it because Keaton got these clear cards for his birthday or Christmas. So we would literally in Spanish, that's why we don't know how to speak Spanish. We would just play like in Texas Hold'em because we'd be next to each other at our desk with these clear cards. The teacher never knew we were playing cards. It just looked like nothing. And we'd keep track of our chips on like pieces of paper and stuff like hours upon hours of it and then we had a friend who had a contact who had a a, 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 a dad it's like fucking like <laughs> a drug deal here well uh the other high school there was uh it turns out there was p- p- kids that i was friends with in elementary school who i only knew for like a few months because i moved to florida at the end of fifth grade you have a lot going on in your in your story here <laughs> i know I, I moved to florida the end of fifth grade and then when i went to a different middle school than everybody i met in elementary school but ended up meeting a lunch of them back through poker. Uh, his dad, every Friday night, had a big poker game. A couple of his buddies went too, but he wanted to play with his son and his friends. We paid $5. He gave us all the soda and chips and cookies, whatever we wanted. We weren't out drinking. We weren't out doing drugs. We weren't out doing anything dangerous. We were just making money, learning how to play cards. And we did that every fucking Friday night <laughs> for my junior and senior year of, of high school. Um... I I'm, I should... Alright, so let me stop telling all these poker stories. Yeah, no one but, wants to hear. That's mean. These are all very important to me, and that's why I, I chose this movie. I know. Is I, because I, I like to hear these Around stories. that time, someone's like, yo, have you seen Rounders yet? I'm like, no, I've heard of it, but like, I've never seen it. Like, yo, you gotta watch Rounders. And I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, this is me. This is the best thing ever. So I've watched it a bunch of times. Um, too many to count. I know so many of the beats, but specifically then, when I was just starting my movie collection, one of the first, I mean, this is a very old DVD, like, this DVD probably came out, like, in 2002, 2003, and then I've just had it ever since, I don't know, I've never not gotten it upgraded to Blu-ray. Yeah, and the sound quality on this sucks. <laughs> it's your, your only it's note. It's my only note. Um, but again, like, it was for somebody that's just learning poker as a kid, like, sure. Get, like, being unbiased, I still think it's a good movie. It's got a lot of flaws, and we'll get to them. I think if you don't have a desire to want to play cards or poker, or even an understanding of it, I think it can be difficult, because I think it gets too much into its lingo and its jargon. And 2040. Matt, like, just all the different variations of poker. I was like, I know Hold'em. I know three card. Three card's not a legitimate form of poker, but... I know... So in this, they play... So the, Regular poker. So the main game is No Limit Texas Hold'em. Sure. Um, they also play... Uh, they also play uh, Limit Hold'em at the one casino. They play high-low. They play seven-card stud. Sure. play seven-card draw. They play sure. five-card draw. Sure. They play Chicago. Sure. They sure. play... Sure, sure, sure. Um, I know two of those. <laughs> Five cards. I think they play Omaha at the golf club. Um, Omaha. What's the, di- what's the difference? Very, very briefly. So you know, no, no limit okay, Texas Hold'em. No, but very briefly, uh, Omaha is exactly the same as Texas Hold'em, except you get four whole cards instead of two. But you still have to make the best five card hand. You can only use three on the table of community and two of your own. So it's not like you can use all four of your whole cards in one of those cards. So, so you have to still con- do it. It's still a two-three combo. 
But you get four cards to choose. You get eight cards to right, uh, choose. Nine cards to choose from. But, but, no, but Texas Hold'em isn't a 2-3 combo because you can technically use four of your cards on the board and one of your whole cards. In Omaha, you specifically have to use a two, two three whole, combo. three community. Okay. Uh, five card draw is... Like, I know five card draw. This is the most standard. Seven cards, essentially the same. Seven card... Um, you still make the best five card hand. Right. Uh, I'm mixing seven card up a little bit. There's a draw and there's a stud. Seven card stud is the one where they have like the cards out on the table. So you draw three. That's the one that they're playing with the, um, the policeman. So you see the one card face up and the two cards down. Whoever has the high card, like, is the one who Bets starts the bidding. That's right. And so you, you see still two make the down. Best five card hand. You see two down, three up, two down. It's either two, four, one, or two, three, two. I can't remember. It's been a while. But I used to have, I think it was an Xbox. Uh, I had, like, the World Series of Poker game. And you could try to win, like, bracelets and different things. The only bracelet I ever won in that fucking game. Because it's a computer, so, like, it's going to fucking do whatever. I won a, a tournament in Raz, and I think they play Raz at some point in this. In this, Raz is basically you want to make the worst hand, and has all these fucking bonkers rules. Like everybody hates Raz. They once showed it on uh, the World Series, like two or three like really well known pros. I think Helmut's actually in that one, and like there's just guys gonna be like. Like, like, freaking the fuck out. Not because of a bad call, but just the way the cards fell and, like, how they lost. It's just, it's a silly game. Um, so, yeah, so becoming, like, a kind of sewer of, like, all the different forms of poker, I can follow it. But for a layman or somebody that just doesn't give a fuck, it's A, hard to listen to, and B, hard to follow. sound quality. <laughs> but also, you also have, like gambling debts and you also have like bookies and um like the mafia involved so like it's a lot of lingo it's it's trying not to be a noir and it dips its toe into noirish especially with the the plethora of damon voiceovers yeah the the, the narration was uh, overkill i think it feel it makes it feel a little bush league it makes it feel like a smaller movie. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make it feel epic. It feels like, okay, this is like, well, how important is this really? I'm only talking about 50 grand here. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, it doesn't feel like on a scope. You feel it in the first scene when Mike loses all of his money because you know he's just a law student and he's got it hidden all over the house so he doesn't spend it. The first rule is you don't get into the whole fucking bankroll. How many times have you seen me go to a casino and I bring everything we brought? No, you no, do little by little. No, because I don't let you. But even... even no, because I don't let you. Even when I would go to a poker room, let's say I know I'm only bringing a couple hundred bucks with me. You think I put that couple hundred bucks on the table? Only time I'm going to do that is if I'm at a higher stake table and I don't want to seem like a small a small uh, stack. Like, if the only thing that's available... I something else there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen here. Tiny wiener table is <laughs> No, like, if, if I'm just going to go sit at, like, a 3-5, like, no-limit table... Then I'll just put whatever on. But if I'm going to like something higher, like five, ten, or ten, twenty, something's available, I'm gonna put more money on the table because I want to make sure. You wanna, you wanna be be at level. But also, like, it can very quickly get out of hand, so I don't want it to be like, oh, well, the bet's a hundred, and it's like, well, fuck, I only put hundred fifty on the table. Like, that's my chips. I need I need to be able to maneuver and shake a little bit more. Um, but you feel that loss. I felt that loss before. Not nowhere near that that extreme. That did not have been that. That's that did most, not have been that. Don't even m- say it. Please, let's not No, it, no it, it's going to get me really no, agitated. No, honestly, it would have been before I met you. Honestly. Yeah, better have been before you met me. I mean, because we've gone on cruises and I've lost a few hundred before. Um, but that's both of us. That's collectively. And it's not yes. just a, a just strictly no limit Texas Hold'em. You've won more than you've lost. Oh, I've, oh we've absolutely. We've been together. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Um... Well, no, because I've won. I've won a couple tournaments. Like I won a turn. I won a big tournament on a Norwegian cruise. I don't remember half of it. Um, yes. Uh, I've won several big tournaments at house games, and I won another tournament at a casino before. But in terms of losses, I think my biggest losses are obviously going to be in cash games. Um, let me think. But not dollar amount, but the nut kick of the type of loss. I had one the first time I ever played. Um, at a cash table where I had a momentum was the first cruise I ever went on when I graduated high school. Um, it was me, uh, Keaton, 11, aforementioned, a couple other friends, and, like, one of their dads and their dad's best friend, like, chaperoning us because we were still 18. 
And there's one no limit table because it's a cruise. That's all they fucking insist on putting because the casino makes no money off of it on the cruise. And did I lie about my age to get at the table? I must have because I was only 18. Yeah, I had to lie about my age to get at the table. You can give on your 18. International waters, you're right. No, you can give on your 18. You buy a lot of ticket when you're 18. Oh, you're you can right. Gamble yeah, yeah. when you're 18. You can't drink. I was drinking. That's what it was. <laughs> Ziskiner was getting me drinks. He was pretending. I we were pretending that I was his son, and he's like, "Look at my boy." So I maybe won a couple hundred, just you know, cash game. So I big britches because I'm used to playing. I'm only I'm used to putting ten dollars into a pot and playing tournament. I'm a better tournament player than I am a cash game player. Just I am. I I deal with it better. I got third place in that Vegas tournament we went that one time. Uh, with a fucking injured back. And very similar to that, I flopped. And this is so inside. I'm, I'm sorry for everybody at home. Um, but this is how I get when I talk poker. Um, I had flopped top two pair. Uh, I don't remember the specific cards were, but I flopped top two pair. And I'm like, oh, this is my, this is my money hand. So I'm betting and I'm betting. I'm getting called. Mm-hmm. I'm getting called. Mm-hmm. I turn my full house. Keeps doing it. Guy goes all in. I call him. I had him covered. Maybe like, maybe I had like four hundred dollars in front of me. Probably. I probably started with a hundred and built myself up to around four hundred. Call him. He basically had me almost covered. I had a little bit left. He had the one card in the deck that could beat me, and I just didn't think of it at all. Just like the opening scene. Just like the, literally the, the opening, opening scene. The opening. Uh, and I was like, game. "Fuck!" But I'm. It it was more so demoralizing in terms of like me as a player because up to that point, like when I've been playing, I was winning a lot. Like I was definitively like I really wasn't playing a lot with Zangri yet. Zangri started really getting into it in college. Like he was still going every week, but like I kind of felt like I was the best player of us, and then that like really put me down. A streak where I quit for a little while that summer. I was like, I'm not fucking playing poker anymore because I just started running the worst fucking cards. I was on like tilt for months. It happens. It literally happens. You totally change everything you do when you have a bad beat like that, mm-hmm. and just it just goes and goes and goes. So you feel it. And Damon does a good job of just kind of sitting there, slack jaw, just like I I I can relate to that too. We played poker. We have. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you were on right. a kick. You wanted to play. I had because the World Series just happened. Aces. Mm-hmm. Heads up. We were playing heads up. Heads just up. like KGP and pocket aces. I went all in, and what ended? What happened? And and it was like you flopped a, a no. You you got the I think flush I... or straight on the river. Something, I don't or remember. Or something, and I ended up just... I remember you also aces. had, like, pocket kings, and I think I had a bullshit two pair. Yeah, great. So, maybe the biggest discrepancy in my game versus, like, what most people would say. When I play heads up, I play everything. One of my... So oh, my, okay, yeah. My two Tell favorite... Tell me more. Tell me more about how you well, play. So, my two favorite you poker players... Shit. I have a lot of favorite poker players, but my two favorites and the most influential ones to me when I first started watching, one was Phil Ivey, who's still... He's still like the goat to me. He's great, just a incredibly cool player. Never seen him really break a sweat. The other one was a guy named Gus Hansen. And when I first started watching, one of the first tournaments I watched wasn't a World Series, but it was a World Poker tur- Tournament. And this guy plays fucking everything. He's middle position. He's got three seven. He's raising. You never know what Gus Hansen has. And he won this fucking tournament with fucking garbage. So I started playing like that for a little while, and really. Shot me back down to earth. But when I started playing like that a lot, wasn't heads up. The best I've ever played in my entire life was a tournament in Jacksonville at Zangri's College. We were like 10 of us. And it came down to me and my friend uh, Smithwick. He was a very, very, very good player. I've never really played him heads up before. And I was like, I am just going to absolutely outplay the fuck out of him. So every single time I should fold, I'm re-raising. Just totally befuddled the hell out of him. He maybe had me... Two to one on chips to start. And I creamed him in maybe like 10, 15 hands. Totally switched the momentum and won a handily. And afterwards he was like, I have no idea what you had. I'm like, you probably had me beat nine times out of ten. I just knew you didn't have the confidence. 
So that's when I started playing like that heads up. If I get heads up, I feel very strongly most of the oh, time. Oh, okay, good. So just so you know. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, but besides that, I don't have any tells either. What is my tell? Pretty sure you tell me what my tell is. I'm not to tell you what your tell is. What's the one rule? Did he go over all <laughs> he these breaks, rules? He you bre- don't tell the tell. Right. Well, let's be fair. My biggest complaint about this movie forever is it's the most obvious tell of all time. It's super obvious. It's a very obvious tell. I, and it's not something that I think would happen in real life. Well, to be fair, you're not allowed to eat fucking Oreos at a poker table. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> well, it's his club. No, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Why do you sound Indian? That was Indian? Mm, I gotta work on my Russian accent then. Do it again? To be fair, that's not a Russian accent. That's Malkovich just dicking around. I know. We'll get there when we get to performances. Uh, no, I'll tell you a story now. Uh, I, w- I was looking at the IMDb when we were watching it, and getting Malkovich at the time was still a big deal, right? Like, this is multiple-time Oscar nominee, you know, one of the best actors in the world. So he does the first take, and it's so camping over the top. I think it might be the scene where he's talking about, I stick it in you, like that kind of thing. And everyone, like, plotted and, like, was like, oh, man, that was great, you know, let's move on. And Damon's just sitting there like, was that <laughs> that was so weird <laughs> and Malkovich sees Damon reacting that way and he goes I'm actually a terrible actor <laughs> and then he explained that he's like when you get to where I am nobody gives you notes like nobody actually directs you what are you doing I don't know. nobody directs you so he's like I just do things that test people to see like when they tell me don't do those things right just to figure it out and as evidenced by this movie nobody gave him any notes that's okay um but yeah it's the most obvious fucking tell in the world and it drives me crazy yeah but I'm not gonna tell you what your tell is cause then you're gonna be conscious of it I've worked very hard on trying not to have a tell like okay. when I'm in a hand I'm just yeah but you always I'm cover always your same. mouth that's for that's I know but you do it different ways do I really? yes Really? Yeah. Interesting. And then, Interesting. then it also depends if you do it with your left hand or your right hand. Hmm. Thank you. I got out of the I anyway. watch you a lot. So That's know. fucking creepy. So, I'm, what are you, I'm your wife. I've talked for 30 minutes. Yes. Do you like this movie? I like how much you like this movie. That's my second note that I wrote. You just wrote it. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes ago. I wrote, I love how close you are to this movie and how much you like it. So, I, I really do. Oh, that wasn't an opening for you to continue talking. No, well, I was going to tell you what I don't like. So, <laughs> I was going to start telling you what I don't like about it, which I've already done multiple times. Um, but what is it... So, remove me from the situation. I would have never seen this movie. If you would never seen it. But I'd never have, seen it. I never would have watched it. Do you like it? <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. You can tell me. You can be honest. Like, you'd seen this before or no? I had not seen it before. Why would I have ever watched this I could have swore we ended up watching this once. Like, I just like, you gotta watch this. No. Definitely not. Hmm. Interesting. Some other... No, it wasn't. It was not. It wasn't. No, it was fine. It was okay. (laughs) Hit a little close to home for me. Well, I would never get to that point. Well, to Ew, be, you better not well, have to be get fair. To if if like you weren't around, I would probably. I've said it even before, like with money troubles and stuff. It's like, man, I wish I could just take this money and yeah. make money. I know, but I, I just can't, I just can't. Right. Like I mentally can't do it. I already have enough trouble when we go on vacation and we allocate a budget that we're okay if we lose it. And I'm like, I can't be that way. Like I have to make a profit off of this. I know it's okay we lose this, but no, I should be able. To make money off of this. All right, well, make something out of nothing, please. We could use it. <laughs> I, we have a lot of debt. My thing is, like, I wish there was more... I don't give a fuck about the... You have to for the drama of the movie, but I don't give a fuck about Grandma and the debts. Yeah, but and, that, that, like, that's the MacGuffin of it. just drives the plot the of the movie. It's not the it. It drives the force. No, I mean, look, this movie's fine, Okay. I never would watch it on my own. It's unappealing to me. I don't think the performances were as great as I feel like they could have been. I would agree with Ooh, you to me. a certain... Yes, I would agree with you for the most part. And then, like you said, like if you're really into poker, then you really like this movie. Yeah. But if, if you're not, not kinda... then it's like... Okay, what am I what am I watching? Like my favorite scenes. Like the, is this is this bad will hunting? Like what is this? Like when he <laughs> flunks out of law school? I'm not sure. This is flop will hunting. Flop will hunting. Um, like my Fold favorite, my favorite scenes are 
like the like the little montages when like he's getting back in the swing of things and you see him visiting all the games and the Greeks are cursing at him um, when they're at the casino and like it's Josh Mostel, it's uh, uh, I always forget his fucking name, Alvin Alvin something. He was a uh, fuck. What was the name of the guy on Mad Men who? Uh, he took over for Don when Don had his breakdown with Hershey's and he was like the cartoonist and everyone made fun of him in the office. God damn it. I'm going to have to look this up. Um, that guy is, almost took like David Letterman's job. Um, this is going to drive me insane. Um, he's one of the guys. Of course, Famke Jensen. You have... Um, He's a character actor. He's from Boston, Lenny something or other. He was on Rescue Me. Like, they're just at a table. Uh, John Turturro's there, and they're just, like, taking fucking money off these fucking fish. Like, that scene's cool. All the poker scenes are stuff are, are great to me. Everything around it, I'm like, get back to fucking playing cards. Because that stuff, to me, is more dramatic than this bullshit love interest thing. And... The, the, every single time Edward Norton's character has to be obnoxious and fuck shit up, like, that stuff gets a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I could see that. Particularly the worm character, like, Edward Norton's not the LVP because he does a good job. He's he does Edward a Norton. good, I think he's, he does a really good job. He's of a good actor. Being that assholey kind of thing. But I, that character yeah. is so fucking obnoxious. Yeah. And hurts the movie a lot. Um, how was he not on this list? No, gonna, this is gonna bother me. Lenny Clark was the one guy. Was I wrong? Was that not him? What else was he in? I have to go to Mad Men, Mad Men season seven. All right, I'm gonna get this. Hold on, reoccurring cast. Alan Havy is his name. He was Lou Avery, Scout's Honor. Lou Avery. <laughs> um, he's a great comedian. Uh, he had a he had a late night show on Comedy Central. Um, let me just make sure that was him. That was him. Yeah, he was Gooberman. 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 Um, was there anything? Do you differ from me? Like, like. No, I think that that stuff was was. I I agree, because that was the action of the movie. Like, there wasn't really action outside of those scenes, except for when people were getting the shit beat out of them, which. Which was just fine. Which Always. was just Edward Norton. Edward Norton getting the shit beat out of him. Um, yeah, so it was fine, yeah, it was, I agree. He's such good at that character because he's so toxic. Yeah. And by all accounts, like, he's ruined so many movies just by, like, being so demanding and controlling and crazy that that's why it seems like it's a good performance, but you still don't like the character. Cause right, it's like, exactly. Like, when I watch an Edward Norton movie, I'm like, man, I imagine this movie was a pain in the ass to make because he's fucking involved. Um... Yeah, I love a good card playing montage. Uh, my favorite scene is the judges game scene. I, I love, love that, that scene. scene. That's a great scene. <coughs> I love I that like scene. His interaction with the judge, with with the judge. Well, the judge, and, and really any Martin Martin Landau is amazing. amazing, so great in this. We might we might get to him in a minute. You don't know. Um, but no, that scene was really cool. I like that scene a lot. I hated any scene that was around the law. The, the moot court? Yeah. Like, I like him with the judges and stuff, but I didn't like him with those other students and with his girlfriend. I didn't like that at all. There was no chemistry there. I didn't believe nope. it. Yep. I was like, oh, okay, you moved out? Cool. Great. Peace. Bye. Well, and I kind of appreciate that the movie does, like, it doesn't give him a lot of time to, like, moan and groan. It's just, like, everyone says a couple things. He's like, fuck it, let's go. Really? And then they're just off. Like, yeah. I like... That type of camaraderie. What and would stuff. you do if I just moved out? If I just moved out, I would be at the casino. I'd be at the casino. With what money though? Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I would have moved out and I would have taken everything. I I would have opened every single one of your pops. If something ever happened, <laughs> I'm just gonna bring these to the table. Hi, this is worth two hundred dollars. Like they use this. I've always wanted to play uh, poker in like Europe because they instead of chips they have like these plates. I've always wanted to like use them, so I would like to use Funkos for that. You were saying. I was saying that if I ever left you, I would open all your Funkos. That's the meanest fucking thing. Well, just think about that. Uh-huh. Keep I, that in your mind. If I ever left you, I would shit on all the cheese in the fridge. It's fine. It's pedestrian cheese. I you would. shit on it. It's fine. I'll get back to you. I would break all your Gorgonites. 
smash them. Fine. No, that kind of got you a little bit. Fine. No, it's fine. Fine. I would jerk off on all your shoes. <laughs> I'm sure you've already it done it. Dumb. They're five dollars at Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't really get your. Uh, I would. Yeah, I I'm a real simple girl. Please tell me something that you're gonna do that's gonna bother me. I would delete all your games. What's the game you're playing? What's the game on your that's iPad that you're playing that. right now? What is it called? It's like Candy it's Crush. It's like a what Candy Crush game. What's the name of it? Homescape. <laughs> you get deleted, it's fine. Make fun of me in poker. Um, I'm going to open one of these right now. No, 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 no. Don't. Um, a couple things I find funny about this movie. Uh, there's a specific part where he's talking to his girlfriend, and he's like, "What do you think? Like the same five guys are always like at the final table of the World yeah. Series." Because of this, well, yeah, because of this movie, it starts a trend of that doesn't happen anymore, right? Because now the World Series of Poker is being played by what, like a couple hundred guys back in the day. Now it's There's like seven thousand, six thousand, yeah, and like a a pro, like a true pro, like uh, Phil Hunt, like. Phil Holmuth, Johnny Chan, Doyle Brunson, the three that get quoted the most, the three who won the most bracelets, at least, I think still, um, have n- none of them have ever been back to the World Series final table since this movie. Um, and you're lucky if one top pro makes it to the final table, the November 9, as it was once called. Now they do it live again, thankfully. Again, I get him out of the scene, but like in my era, you would get a Mike Mattisau or a fucking Alan Cunningham or Phil Ivey made it one year and it's like, if he gets it there, he's going to fucking win. It's like, no, he's not. That's just not how it works now. Like, it just isn't. There's too much on the table. There's too many factors that can happen. You can be the best. Phil Ivey is, in my opinion, the greatest player that ever lived. And he, sh- and he could wipe the floor with anybody. He's won tens of millions of dollars against people. Just heads up. Or at a final table like that. But that stage, that, that pressure, that level, it just doesn't happen anymore. And and yes, I get that people say, oh, it's all skill. It's, it's not. not all skill. There's so much luck. In any card game that you play, mm-hmm. it's luck. One of the Completely most famous... luck. It's complete luck. But you have to have the skill to know when to play. Yes. One of the most famous poker quotes, unfortunately, of Phil Homius, is if luck wasn't involved, I'd win every one. And it's like, fuck you, Phil, you suck. But he's right. It's true. Like, there is, like, how many times have you seen on the TV, oh, only one card in the deck can do it, and that one card hits. Like, it happens. Right, that's not skill. That's not skill. that guy didn't, like, that guy's not shim limb. He didn't make the card come to the top of the deck. One of the biggest, my biggest things is I will lose a bunch of money. I pride myself on, and this is true. Yeah, tell me. If I... Lose a hand, I normally will have lost with the worst hand. I pride myself on when I win, I have the nuts. Or when I win, of what's left, I've gotten other people out. Like, I don't suck out a lot. Like, I don't get my money. Are we talking about poker still? <laughs> no. Or are we talking about life? I don't put my chips in the middle of the table. Oh, you're going to say something else. You don't put your dick in something? <laughs> yes. That's Zangu. We're not talking about his, his, his the good luck charm when he used to be a dillo when he played uh, poker. Okay, I've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Are you seriously going to the bathroom? Yeah, I have to pee. Oh, God damn it, Samantha. Keep telling the story. All right, I'm just going to the story. I won't put my chips in the, ta- in the middle of the table. I won't gamble, essentially. I'm a gambler, but I would rather know the odds in my head. I would rather figure out what I'm up against and decide if my money is worthwhile to go in. I don't want to be the kind of guy that fucking goes in and is looked at like a fucking a, a fish who's drawing well, essentially. Um, I specifically remember uh, which cruise was it? It was it had to have been the cruise... So cruise we went on with Elaine and Bo, where I was playing a lot of yeah it was because that's when we really hit it big on the three card tables. So I had I had a lot of extra money, so I went to the the hold'em table, and I did really well at the hold'em table too. But there was a, a fucking fish next to me from New York, and he had such a huge suck out like literally, 
I got trip queens, he's got pocket kings, and he hits the one king on the river. And it's like, God damn it, he played it horribly too. Um, I lost a couple hundred bucks off of it. And you best believe, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to suck out on you now. <laughs> like, I will, I will play a draw. I will play a flush draw, a straight draw, whatever it is. I'm going to hit it on you, and I'm not going to give a fuck. That's the only time I'll do it. If I get sucked on first, I'm going to suck off next. <laughs> I mean, keep going. You don't need me to contribute anything to this conversation. You got it. Hey, if you had to suck someone's dick, whose dick would you suck? In the poker world? In any world. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Are you actually know. considering this? No. <laughs> yeah, look, I always try to answer your bullshit questions. Who's on my list? J.K. Simmons. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I just found that irony of that, like, this movie started the end of the poker gods. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're so... Like, that Johnny Chan scene, like, the two scenes, when, like, they're, he's fast-forwarding, rewinding the scene... That ends up basically being exactly what he does in the final hand against KGB, mm-hmm. which is great. Like, I, that's, that scene's my spirit animal. Like, I love doing that to somebody. Um, but the scene where he's watching Chan, and then when he actually, like, tells Kanish about him going to play Chan, like, to, to another person's like, okay, cool, I don't give a fuck. Like, people don't even know that's actually, like, Johnny Chan. Like, like yeah, you know, he was an actor. You don't know. That's just, yeah, that's just the guy who won the back to back World I Series. Knew. Well, yeah, you know. Like people don't know, I'm like forced to watch the World Series yeah. poker reruns, like every fucking day. Like he won back-to-back World Series titles and then almost won a third year, like in a row. Like it's crazy. It's like a huge accomplishment. Back then, now it'd be like the the odds on it are astronomical. Like when a guy wins and makes it to like the final 100, it's like an even bigger accomplishment because he got through like 6,000 people. You know. Um, but to somebody else, like, I can see how that seems, like, just a little cheesy, corny, like, sure, you know? Sure. I, I never really liked that scene where he's like, I play Chan, and, you know. I never told anybody this. It's just, I don't know. That scene always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, let's get into performances before I talk anymore. Uh, um, so. All right, MVP and LVP. Yeah, so LVP, I know who my LVP is. Okay. Who... The you, girlfriend. Who, yes. She's terrible. Gretchen Mole. She's terrible. Is not good. Like you said, no chemistry. It's a pretty shitty character to begin with, and that's not on her. Like, you can very obviously tell this was a movie written by two guys in 1998. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, but, I mean, I at least would have expected there to be something redeeming about her, and I didn't find anything. Just her. She just offered her lawyer services at the yeah. end of the movie in case he ever needs it. Okay. Yeah, great. Cool. Yeah, it's just a very, like, cloying character, and her performance doesn't help. Nope. Like, you don't root for her or empathize for with her them. at all. I don't want them to get back together. Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm like, yes, good, be a part. Like you should but, empathize with her a little bit because he is kind of like he's a dick. He is being a dick in that he's going. He's not sacrificing. Well, he did for a while. He did for a very long time, and it seems like she had a very negative connotation of it forever, but not to that nth degree. Right. And I think a part of it is her performance. She had no charisma. She had no likability or anything to her. So, yeah, it's a lock for me. Yeah. MVP. Or LVP. For sure. Um, MVP. I love John Malkovich in this. I I'm love John Malkovich I'm in this. I'm so glad you do. So he's only in it two scenes. I know, but they're two amazing. Like, he just does such a great job. Like It's the most I feel like- campy... Yeah. Hammy, sure. over the sure. top fucking sure. thing, sure. and you can't stop watching. If anyone it. else did that, it'd be completely different. But yeah. if anyone else did any of the other roles, I feel like it would be the same movie. So, like we talked about, Edward Norton is good. Fine, His you could have ca- had any other yeah. asshole dick actor yeah. do that. Matt Damon is pretty one note the whole time. Matt Damon's Matt Damon because he carry like because he's Matt in Damon's it so much. Matt Damon and Google Hunting. He, he doesn't really get a chance to emote. The narration, I think, is also what hurts, is because, like, it's just him, like, reading half the damn time. John is always great, but doesn't get a lot to do. Um, I really love Martin Landau in this. Martin Landau's Again, great. He's only three have, scenes. Oh, man, I know, but that scene when he's talking about the Holocaust and, yeah. and everything, I mean, like, that was... 
and just his empathy. The yeshiva, I mean, it was beautiful. His empathy with with Michael mm-hmm. and giving him the money and stuff. He's really powerful in it, and he'd be my. He was. I was gonna actually push for him more, depending on what you said about Malkovich, but for me, the value, what people remember about this movie, is I will splash the pot whenever I can't do a Russian accent. No, you whenever can't. the fuck. I want to, and him dry humping the earth, and and I also love how at the end he just owns up. He beat He's me. He's like, yeah, he beat me. Straight up, pay that man his money. Yeah. Teddy KGB is one of my favorite fucking movie characters with like the littlest amount of screen time. Uh, I'm if you're if you're down, I, this is an easy decision for me. Yeah, it's definitely him. John Malkovich. So, John Malkovich joining a very select group of people. He is now a MVP and LVP. He got the LVP for Warm Bodies <laughs> way oh my back. God, that's right. <laughs> um, so Malkovich joining a, a small list of people. Um, God, I could... I, I've honestly probably watched those two scenes on YouTube so many times. Like, let's play some cards. It's just so, like... I love the story I read because, like, nobody told him shit. He just did it. And it was still fucking great. He yeah. probably hates it. Like, he probably fucking hates yeah. it. But it just works. And I love him for it. Um, like I said, the cast is dope, but I do agree with you. They kind of play down to their material instead of play over it. Yes. Malkovich is the only one who's kind of on a different level. So, um, What else on Rounders? I, th- I think I think I've. I think we've exhausted the topic <laughs> of poker. I will say I want to. I want to. While we're talking about it, you are a good poker player. I don't think I've ever told you that. When you first started, it drove me nuts. Oh like anybody God. that first starts, because you had a lot of luck. Like beginners' luck in poker is a thing. You know, I did used to play poker, uh, with my grandfather. When my grandfather was still alive, he mm-hmm. taught me to play poker. Mm-hmm. Five card draw. Um, well, again, so it's different. Totally different mechanics. Completely different. Yes. But I did. I used to play poker with him a lot. Mm-hmm. I won a lot of money mm-hmm. from him uh, because I would uh, cheat. <laughs> Great. <laughs> because we would play on the... My grandparents... Oh, my grandfather was still alive. There was a couch mm-hmm. across from their television, and they have mirrors all over their apartment. So There's a like mirror the... there. And the way we were sitting, I would be able to see his cards oh, at the mirror. Yeah. And he didn't know... For months. Beginner's luck in Texas Hold'em is a legitimate thing. Okay. I remember the uh, when this really became big, um, before we went to the usual game that I was talking about, I organized a tournament at my friend's, uh, my friend's house. Me and Keaton um, organized this. We borrowed uh, this girl's house, basically, <laughs> to use it. She's like, oh, my parents want to play, and, like, I'll play. So we got 20 people. We got two tables of 10, which isn't even regulation. They do, on random occasions, do put 10 people at a table. We did two tables, $10. It was, like, a big deal. And we needed, a cu- we needed like, a couple extras, we thought. So um, one of our friends, uh, uh, she was working at Blockbuster with Zangri. She's like, oh, this girl wants to come, you know, invite her. I'm like, okay, whatever the number's. And this girl proceeded to get the best run of cards over the, ne- the next two hours I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I was at the same table as her, and I literally just hung back, and I'm just fold- I'm folding good shit, because I don't want to run against her. She's knocking people out left and fucking right. The other table, um, I was waiting, I figured this is going to be me and Keaton at the end. Like, that's what it is. Keaton's like the first person knocked out the fucking table. They have somebody over there um, who had never played before who's also running crazy. But once Keaton, when Keaton got knocked out, nobody there really knew how to fucking play. So once we consolidated tables, he came over, um, and I was in a hand against the two of them. The, this guy who was running lucky on this other table and this girl from Blockbuster who had been running lucky the whole fucking time. But I got a really good hand, and he says, I got a straight. And I'm like, how the fuck do you... Like, I'm looking at the options. He flips it over. He's yeah, uh, King, Ace, 2, 3, 4. I'm like... That's what you guys have been doing at that fucking table with Keith not there? He's the guy with like three hands away. I'm like, no, that's not a real fucking straight. Give me your fucking money. So she ended up getting fourth. Wow. 
but just just from running that luck. I got fucking second. Uh, technically got first because first place it was down to me, Matt Levin. I forget who was third in this girl, and Matt had to go for some reason, so his brother took over. His brother got eliminated hours previous, and then his brother's got to run a card and fucking end up beating me. But um, vinegar's luck is a thing. But you have since turned into a very good player in that. I normally don't know what you have. You're totally, you're erratic in the best way. And that there's not like a pattern. It's the nicest thing I think you've ever said to me. I know. And you're not Gretchen Mole, so that's also a big benefit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm going to get that tattooed on my butt. Um, that's really sweet, thank you. You're very welcome. See, we have sweet moments here on Married Movies. But I still normally beat you most of the time. So. Okay. Score time. I nominated it, so you scored first. I mean, it was fine. <laughs> you couldn't care less. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I like the scene. John Malkovich and the scenes he was in saved this movie for me. I'm going to give it a... Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a score lower than what you think I'm going to give it. Whatever I you want to give it. I, I think, I, you know... I'll give it a... F- six. Six? Okay. Um... Don't you dare give this movie a 10. No, no, I'm not going to give it a 10. No, no, no. Special place in my heart. It's, as soon as I watch it, I want to fucking play a lot. Um, that's the other thing is, I never get tired of sitting at the table. One of the biggest things with Keaton for the longest time, Keaton, Keaton's great, probably better than I am. Keaton doesn't have the patience. I could sit at a table and play cards for days. I just love the camaraderie of it all. I love watching how hands, like, wind up. I love it. Um, so, with my critiques aside, I'm still going to go a little higher than I probably should. I'm going to go with an eight and a half. An eight and a half around it, I think, is very fair. So, that is a 7.25, I believe. Yes. Okay. Which I think is a fair score for rounders. Um, I could watch this again right now and not be bored by it, except when certain people are on screen. Your nomination. Two movies. Look, I'm just going to do two random movies. I feel like we could watch them. They'll be easy watches. Uh, Legally Blonde. And uh, She's All That. I'm going to go take a shit. (laughs) While you decide. We don't own the second Legally Blonde? No. Thank God. Legally Blonde. (laughs) I have no... You double check that we own She's All That? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I don't think we own She's All That. I'm positive we own She's All That. I think it's right under Legally Blonde. There's no way. I think it's like a shelf away from Legally Blonde. I think there's one shelf between them. Oh, I'm picking Legally Blonde because I know we have that. But if we don't have She's All That, then we have a problem, which we'll address when we get there. All right. Let's make a bet. Okay. No, shut up. <laughs> so Legally Blonde uh, is coming up soon. Great. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. We are now through five trivia episodes. We got another uh, two or three on the way. Um, make sure you're going uh, subscribing and reviewing us and rating us wherever you get your podcasts every single week. We're on all podcasting platforms. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. Podslam season, we're about four weeks away. Holy shit. Make sure you're going to arcadeaudio.net slash Podslam. Donate $5,000 goal. Don't make me out to be a liar in my last year of Podslam. Yeah, because he's a liar every other day. Uh, A great slate of shows. Um, Shout out to our... Our movie representative, Queer Movie Night, uh, from the Arcade Audio Network. They're going to have a great show. Um, yeah, uh, September 21st, IO Theater, Chicago, Illinois. 12 hours of podcast. It's going to be fun. Anything else? I think we covered it. What? You're going to say No. No. What? For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. We fold.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.